Okay. I've always wanted. I've always wanted this Twenty-eight. Helmet. Are you one or two? Check. Check. How close does it You're have one. to be? Is this good? You can do it as as long as it's not like going down. Have you ever felt like it was shitty that God didn't give you a singing voice? Like, yes, you were s- so like, connected to every song, but no one's ever going to know. Whenever I hear Jennifer Hudson sing. It upsets you. Yes. Yeah. That's how I hear. That's how I feel about most people. Harry Styles. But I'm not a dude, so I, I would hope I don't sound like him. Well, my example was a woman, too. <laughs> so it's okay. Let's switch it. Yeah. Or not. <laughs> that is so funny. Also, the pattern. I just downloaded the pattern like last week. I was doing How co-star. How do you feel about it? And then I was doing the pattern. Now I do both because I'm trying to. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're um they're different, but they're the same in a lot of ways. I like it. Sometimes it gives me one, and then sometimes I get like eight notifications in one day, and I don't get the difference. Or they start to repeat itself. Like it tells me like you are in such a. Pa- like powerful divine uh-huh. feminine i'm like pattern you told me that last week like, like i know that thank you this is so this isn't an astrologer the universe telling me this is a coder <laughs> exactly yeah but it said vulnerability <laughs> this is on right yes yeah, happening oh it's happening do you have like a an intro song that no. you play you should start I do the, that i know i we i did a podcast with my friend before i moved out here and we had an intro song and then with mine, I do like a deep breath thing. I don't know why. Like it just mm. felt right. I do like three deep breaths to like. Okay. Should yeah. we do that? No, because I do it in the intro and then it oh. goes into this. Okay. Oh, I record like the intro the, separately. I thought you meant like us physically do it. We can do it together. It. Do you want to? Yeah. This could be the intro. Yeah. Okay. Ready? I usually do three. Do, should they? everyone hear our deep breaths? I always do it too. Okay. Yep. I feel like my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. I'm so used to it. So I'm like. <laughs> Okay, now I'm ready. Yeah, I'm ready. <sighs> Jokes on everyone. It was just us smelling the cheese <laughs> that we have presented right and here. And it smells delicious. He picked the best kind. Um, Thank you very much. Truffle. Brie. Brie. Gouda. And Gouda. What's this from? My favorite's Gouda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get it, but I know it's from something. Um, she's the man. Oh, uh-huh. that used to be the hit at my college. Re- oh, well. peop- <laughs> yeah. People love it was that movie. Wholesome. Yeah, from, it's from very what? wholesome, but also like a little risque. Yeah. Yeah. Because at the time. Yeah. And it was a it was like female empowerment. I remember being yes. like, I'm not good at soccer, but whatever I'm going to be good at, I'm I'm going to want to be Amanda B- Is it Amanda Bynes? It's Amanda Bynes. Ooh, Amanda Bynes. Yeah. I just saw she came back to Instagram. Did she? Yeah. Pink hair. Oh. Yeah. Is she doing better? I hope so. <laughs> it's really hard to tell. She's but it's one also of those. not my place to and there's no way we can know. Yeah. But from the picture? Not. I don't know. See, and I was thinking about this too as I I feel like when we were younger it was like, oh, like Miley Cyrus, for me, like Justin Bieber. Uh-huh. What a dream. What a dream life. What a dream world. And then they come to like their mid-20s and they're like, man, this fucked me up. Like, yes. I am dealing with some real stuff because of childhood stardom and I didn't get the chance to grow up. Like, can you imagine being in high school and instead of like awkwardly 
going out of your volleyball practice and like seeing a cute boy and like tripping and having your mom be like, Alyssa, over here. And <laughs> over you're like, here. I love you. I love you. I'm like, Hug me goodbye. Hey, hey Brayden. <laughs> see, you see you tomorrow. Text me. Yeah, take, if you want. And he's like, like I don't literally don't have your number. I like, could care less. Send me on instant messenger. A.M. <laughs> My mom doesn't know I have it, so it's yeah. under a different name. My username is um, soccer b-ball player. Thank you. <laughs> Just, uh, just find my Yahoo avatar. It's pretty obvious who I am. Um, front bangs will be yeah. clear. <laughs> I had front bangs. No. Oh, no, I gotta like... show you my my driver's license. What age photo. is this? I still have it. You um, still have front oh my bangs? gosh! Yeah, 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 yeah. I look no. like Justin Bieber. My driver's license. Any of my friends will know that. Um, I'll show it. To How you did later. you feel about bangs? How... Can you explain bangs to me? <laughs> um. What's the draw to like? I want to do bangs. All I know is when I was younger, my mom taught me how to curl them. Like every morning, mm-hmm. it was like a routine, like making your bed, brushing your teeth. You comb Cur- the bangs curl down. Your bangs, yeah. You know, right around mid. You can't really see, but you know, you know, you'll see soon. And then you took a round brush, and I just, I took so much pride. So your bangs went down to your eyes. They were like wet, and then. Oh, okay. But when they weren't wet, it was right here. And it's funny because when I was younger, I'd be like, I can imagine seeing my forehead like i can't imagine what that would be like uh-huh. and now looking back i'm like mom why did you ever think that i was going to grow up okay with those bangs and she's like you're you're cute you're like mom i don't want to be cute i don't i wanted to I be, be fine yeah. as hell and no i wasn't did you ever guys didn't you didn't really have bangs right no but can I tell you, in high school, <laughs> I literally, I thought nothing about my hair. Absolutely nothing. So I would just shower and then come to school and it would dry. And for some reason, it dried. And think of it as like, I didn't have a middle part, but like right in the center, it like hooked like devil horns. So like two, like, yeah. like, psh, like, yeah, like right in the center, it like hooked around, like in towards oh. each other. So it almost made like a circle. Oh my God. And that- it looked like devil horns. I feel like that's that guy from um, The Grinch. The t- <laughs> like, Cindy Lou Who's dad. I, right? I honestly don't, I don't remember, wanna... but it sounds correct. Well, we need to, like, write tabs of things. I need to, like, follow up I with have you pictures, on. so okay. don't worry. Okay. I have receipts. I'm trying to think of other trends. We just really went on a topic That's fine here. with me. I'm trying to think of trends that we thought were really cool back in the day. And were they cool? Or was it all a, like a figment of art? Figment? Pigment. Figment. I need you to learn something about me that yeah. you will continue to learn. I mess up words a lot. Like I will say things. You mean something else. It, like the pronunciation is very off. Okay. Um, Do you want me to correct you or is this something just typically like Typically people laugh and they're like, is that what you meant? And I'm like, yeah, like um, the word like, oh, it's coming into fruition. Like something uh-huh. is, you know, it's happening, it's evolving. I always thought it was like fruition, like fruit. <laughs> it's coming into fruition. Yeah. Or like um, when I was abroad, I said um, in reference to someone not spending enough, like not spending, being cheap, I called uh-huh. them a cheap steak. Like oh. a literal cheap, like steak. one of my guy friends was like, do you mean, and showed me like a piece of steak and was like, do you mean this? And I was like, no. And he's like, cheap skate. Cheap steak. I still. Is it steak? Or st- it's cheap not cheap steak. I can. I, I think you. I can under. I can understand it's not steak. I think it's cheap steak. 
Now, see, this is one of those things when you think about it too much, mm-hmm. you like don't know what the real answer is. Cheap steaks. Cheap steaks. I guess I thought of it as like S T A K E steak. I think that's it. But cheap now steak. I'm like cheesecake. <laughs> so anyway, what a cheesecake. I just need you to what a note cheesecake that. At, at, that Honestly, I, I kind of like it. Okay, it's called sledisms in my world. Oh, okay. It's, it's like a, it's a thing. Okay. Um, Where'd you go abroad? Oh, I was in Madrid. Were you really? Yeah. For how long? My friends also make fun of me that I'm always like, have you ever been to Europe? Yeah, I spent like, yeah. six months abroad. Um, I love Spain. Where have you been? I've been to Spain. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went to Madrid, Barcelona. Barcelona. Uh, we, I was on like a, a tour. So like okay. we drove kind of through Spain, went to Portugal and then Spain. Okay. And those it are was, like the two best places. It was Europe. my favorite trip ever. Yeah. Spain. And we can talk about this too as far as like at some point um the culture the culture in um europe and like in madrid they're i had a rude awakening because to be honest in a good way yes i had never left the country before never even really been to the east coast other than miami florida because you grew up in sacramento sacramento california suburban met suburban dreams like freshly cut grass everywhere you could walk to the nearest Safeway and hang out with your friends mm-hmm. like football games on Fridays oh, wear your boyfriend's jersey of course like I grew up in and I'm very grateful to have grown up in a very sheltered place Same. um where did you yeah you grew up, grew up in, of yeah. Chicago Chicago yeah but very safe like and I also think growing up in NorCal and probably Chicago I I was very grounded and I experienced seasons like SoCal. Mm-hmm. There are no seasons here. So no. you're just constantly like if it's raining, it's like, oh, my God, like what is this? Is, where's the sun <laughs> versus, you know, you, you with seasons. I think you grow up a lot because there's seasons of your life. It, it's almost like a natural time for you to mentally be like, OK, I can move on to something else. Yes. Like I this period of life is done. I can do something yes. else. You're. I never thought about that. That's Isn't true. That and here you have to like mentally push yeah. yourself to change otherwise you're just gonna stay you're stuck. gonna stay i mean hot girl summer literally yeah. is not <laughs> it's <leaving>. all year <laughs> it's not leaving um so sorry to everyone who thinks that's a trend it's not it's not, not socal um but yeah the seasons like really you know you felt the pumpkin spice and then all of a sudden it was freezing in this in the winter and it was like oh it's actually christmas here it's like someone put a be- put a tree on the beach and let's pretend like you know it's below 80 uh-huh um anyway grew up in sacramento um knew i wanted to be at the beach so i just was like peace out everyone I'm going to socal that's really is sacramento i don't know in regards like where in is it pretty inland yes okay it's, so you're not close to the beach no um sf is the closest like relevant city mm-hmm. is the capital of california and no one knows about it yes <laughs> or i anything probably about it no i know uh, nothing about it it's it's an inland city does they have like skyscrapers is there like a <laughs> city yeah so i lived in similarly like chicago and suburbs i live in the suburbs of sacramento mm-hmm. um there are a few larger buildings in sacramento yeah it's a, okay. it's a there's a downtown um small population there's a lot of people from sf like trickling it's like downtown long beach you know i, I mean? would say yeah it's like long beach is like it's a city yeah they have like buildings but it's, it's not downtown not, la where no, there's it's not there yet but you know it's the capital of california shouts out to the gold rush that's 
That's, yeah, that's what started that. Um, <laughs> anyway, like when, you know, you tell people you're from somewhere, like if you say I'm from Chicago, people are like, wow, Chicago, so yeah. cool. People literally, I'm like, I'm from Sacramento. And it's just like, fuck, I have nothing to say to this. Like, cool. I'm that's like, so true. Like, I, have, I know nothing about it. So it's yeah. like, what do you even say? You're like, cool. <laughs> so, that's Sac Town, yeah. E40. So like, have you been to LA before? Yeah. They're like, so like. So they said near SF. I'm like, yes, yes. SF. How far is it? Like an hour and a half. Okay. Yeah. And it's really close to Lake Tahoe, which to okay. all the followers on this lovely yeah. podcast, if you haven't been to Lake Tahoe, it's a hidden gem. I've never been. Oh my. It's like. Do you have a house in Lake Tahoe? No, I have a little, I have a small timeshare that we can like rent out. It's like a cute little. I'm fine with Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. We could go. Okay. But summertime. Um, well, so. summertime is every day. <laughs> Not it actually snows. Oh, that's true. Yeah. But <laughs> back, tracing it back, we're going to go on a lot of tangents, I think. I, I, it we, happens every yeah. time. It's fine. Okay. Um, went, to, went to San Diego State. I don't really remember. Oh, wow. Yeah. Did you know that? I'm sure you've told me, it, but I forgot. Yeah. I went to San Diego State and... Did I tell you my experience with San Diego? No. I've had one experience with San Diego. Like at the city or the college or? The city. Okay. I haven't been to San Diego since. Oh, no. This isn't so <laughs> It's not. <laughs> oh, no. So do you mind if I tangent off into this? Absolutely. So in the year 2000. I've been to the year 3000. And not to change, but San Diego for John. Oh, yep. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we did a family summer trip. We drove mm. from Illinois. We were going to okay. do a road trip all the way down to or to California, up the coast to Disneyland. Oh, yep. Um, I honestly don't even... I think we were going to go continue up farther as well. Yeah. So we left Illinois. We drove down to like Louisiana, over through Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. We get to San Diego. I think it was like four days we did or whatever. We get to San Diego. Was that like the final um, destination? Like the final place? It was be? not. We okay. were going to go up the coast of California. Oh, yes. Then. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, and let me tell you, so this is 2000. So it was me and my sister and we had our Game Boys. We had our mm. CDs, mm-hmm. our CD players. Mm-hmm. We had a TV that we put in our car. So we had VHSs. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't one that was like that came down from the TV. Oh. We put a TV in there. Oh, like a full size TV. I don't know how we did that, <laughs> to be honest. Let's, back, let's call your mom. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, we had uh, we went to Disney World like a few years before, so we had an autograph book from all of the characters that we had gotten them. <gasps> yeah. So like we were so excited to go to Disneyland mm-hmm. and get more. Mm-hmm. And we stayed at this. I think it was like a Holiday Inn in San Diego. We mm-hmm. met up with my dad's cousin and went to Mexico for like uh, the day or something because oh. it's right by the border. Yeah. It is. And so we did that. We came back. Um, we, I think me and my sister and my mom, like we went to the pool. My dad went, I don't forget. I think he like went running or something to the store. Um, and he came back and he came up to the room and he was like, um, did you move the car? (laughs) And, (laughs) oh no. And my mom was like, I didn't move the car. Was this your car or a rental car? This was our van that we drove from (laughs) Illinois. Your family van. And it was stolen (gasps) with all of our stuff in it. I'm not laughing. No, you can laugh. It was looking back. It was. I mean, looking back, it was very sad, but it's yeah. very funny. Cause, like, That's like a moment where, cause, like, especially what can as you a do? kid, like, I feel like I would just start crying. Oh, we cried. <laughs> and the par- I remember. Your, were your parents crying? I don't think so. I think, 
I don't I honestly can't remember I remember we like sat down and we had to like think like what all was in the car we had to like make note for like insurance purposes oh, no. we had to go through and be like what did we have in You're there like Disney signature book yeah with my with us. our address in it and I think I put our phone number and my say, name you wrote probably because I was like a third fourth grader yeah. so I was like my name is John Lewis <laughs> blank I live Social here. Security yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everything was stolen and we had to cut our trip short. We had to rent a car and we drove straight back to Illinois <gasps> through through America in the most boring way. And that was the end of our trip. And then so that's my one scar triggered. I, I can go back now, I think, but I haven't been back since. And that's I the one memory I have with San Diego. So. I'm so, I, on on behalf of Stan, we need to contact the mayor of that city. I think so too. Jo- John's been wronged. Yeah, I have some connects. They from did alumni. find the van eventually. It was With, stripped. <laughs> I was gonna say, what's the book there? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing was there. No. Oh. Um, wow. I'm yeah, so- and it was literally my my we. It, I think it was like two weeks later. We my dad. We had just bought a new van, mm-hmm. and that same afternoon they called saying we found your van. So like we bought a new van, and they're like. Oh, we found your van. Do you want it? And we're like, we already got a new one. <laughs> I mean, maybe just like take a sliver off just for like keepsake. Oh, shoot. Well, yeah. So sorry I'm for sorry. that tangent. But yeah, San Diego. No, 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 San Diego. The way I like to describe San Diego is like it's described as like the finest city in the U.S. It's I really do think I'll like it when, yeah, when well, I go. We as, can take you back. Thank you. Well, no vans. Yeah, I definitely don't want to bring a Ford Windstar. Uh <laughs> Green, dark green. I think like maybe like a '98 Ford Windstar. What if we did and that one got stolen too? <laughs> it's like I almost want to just rent that van and drive down. I wonder just, if they have one. Probably for cheap too. Oh my gosh! Should yeah. I buy that as my car? <laughs> anyway, I, tangent. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? San Diego for? Oh you yeah, went I went to college, to college there. there. Um, it's a great city. I I, I think it. I would love to raise a family there. I just. When I graduated, I was like, if I don't leave San Diego now, I will never leave. So I've got to, like, see the rest of the world. Oh, okay. I was going to ask, why did you want to leave? It just... You thought there was more to see? Yeah. Do you ever feel like... Maybe this is just me and probably why I went abroad, but, like, phases of my life, I need to physically move sometimes to feel that. I have so many thoughts on that. Okay. I, I, I honestly think that's exactly what we need to do that's like when i came from illinois to california it was such a blank slate yeah like i think when you physically move locations it allows your mind to actually make that mental switch of i can change if i want to because you're in a whole different space where you can essentially craft a new person if you want totally um and so i'm 100 percent on that i and after being abroad i feel like everyone you know makes fun like oh my abroad changed my life but like it really did because i'd never been out of yeah i'd never been past miami so i called my mom who was never really for this experience and she, she didn't want you to go no th- my i'm very close to my parents my family and i called her and i was like i'm moving i, I got into madrid and dead silence dead uh-huh. silence for like 10 seconds so i'm sitting on the phone like hello she's like Oh, we heard you. She's like, oh, that's, that's so great. I'm like, Mom, she's like, yeah, no, 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 good, 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 yeah. So How long are you gone? <laughs> she's like, are you sure? Like three weeks? <laughs> Six months. Oh, uh, yeah. Yay. Yeah. Um, but it changed my whole world when I went there because I was like, these people live so differently and it's not right or wrong. Like, we're kind of programmed in the U.S. to be like, 
America, like we do it the best. We got the yeah. best economy. We got the most freedom. But then it made me realize like, sure, we do a lot of things really great. If I call Amazon or call, if I order, <laughs> hi Amazon. I call Jeff Bezos and, I'm like <laughs> and make him get me um, the newest, oh, toothpaste, whatever I need. <laughs> It gets to my house in two days. Like you bet your you bet your bottom dollar, I have that tr- tracking. It's mm-hmm. there. It we're convenient here. We have so many options. But I remember looking around in Madrid and being like, these people here are happy. Like they're sitting and eating dinner together for hours. Yeah. And just enjoying each other. Whereas everything here, like I when I first got to Madrid within an hour we'd be like okay the check we gotta go we gotta do something else and the waiters would be like es bien like is everything okay okay? and i'm like yeah no it's great we gotta go and and you learn like you gotta slow down like this culture so emphasizes relationships and bonding and spending time together in family um i don't know why i was on this topic but it made me realize that like what do we define as success in a culture like a or a place like Mm -hmm. every place has something to learn and how intentional of them to yes and i had a few friends that au paired over there for Mm. a bit so they got to see that same dynamic and they had told me that like they they pretty much eat like a snack in the afternoon and then eat really late yeah they have like a big meal pretty late is that what it is or is a big meal Um, afternoon it's a big meal afternoon siesta yes They, they take naps or just it's not even like not everyone at 12 o'clock is like good night and like goes to bed it's more like you take a break you go home you be with your family you check in yeah good luck if i can even get like a 20 minute interrupted uninterrupted lunch lunch yeah um they're very intentional i don't i can't speak to like the spanish economy and like how job markets are there but all i know is i came back really more analytical of like how we conduct ourselves which is why i think we talk a lot about like relationships and yeah. what that means because i think they get it over there like they get that they the get true it. meaning isn't in just your day-to-day like work and your accomplishments it's really in the connections you make physical like physical yeah in person not instagram dms like mm-hmm. and they, they you know you can i remember sitting in a room and being with people from italy england new zealand Canada, you know, Germany, all in one room talking and having like these incredible conversations, no matter where you're from. Um, And I feel like here we get very closed off if we're not like in our close circles. Like, well, what do we talk about? Like, yeah, where are you from? What do you do for work? Like we would just go to a concert this weekend. Like, yeah, we could sit and listen to music and just like really get into the deep stuff because we didn't have that surface level thing to connect to. It was more just like huh yeah did you find that in spain did they not even do the surface stuff do they just kind of dig right in pretty like even when you first met someone i had to get used to like the kisses on the cheeks like yes it's so intimate i love it like can i touch you like i guess i guess and that thing is it's like you should like ask i guess sure that's that's a tough conversation too but it's like yeah in a culture where like touching isn't Ah, that's that's a tough thing it's tough and again it's nothing's i can't say it's right or wrong like it's all about intention it's all about intention and i heard this quote recently where it's uh it has to do with like speaking it's not what you say but it's how it's uh interpreted by the person Mm -hmm. and i think it is the same with body language Mm. and i think that in other countries um 
they just they don't view like physicality and intimacy the same i think yeah. they're very much more connected Open. with each other i yeah. think because they are intentional with their time with each other they're more comfortable doing physical things together and not yeah. being inappropriate yeah you know and you just you think of like madrid as a city or you've got expansive patios for people and like these big like what do you call them like city centers where you've mm -hmm. just got groups of people just sitting and like drinking a lot of the time yeah. like we everything is very like must be in bar must be in dark bar scene with smelly people and jewel <laughs> pods around to like uh -huh. really experience and like be a little tipsy yeah in madrid it's like grab a bag like they give you a brown paper bag with a big cerveza and you just sit and like that was the experience was truly sitting and talking that you, was it can you would you describe it almost as in our culture where it's people are like they'd rather go out to the towns or they'd rather have like a small group over and like do like wine and cheese mm -hmm. is it kind of like that it's the, like the small groups just like intentionally together um, instead of big groups going out together i would say even big groups though like really were able to communicate and be together i think here mm. If you're in a big enough group people start to feel lost and they're just kind of mm -hmm. like all right how do we distract ourselves and like bond over you know the music that's playing or something um because they don't know how to command themselves in a big group and like you know does everyone talk does everyone um just kind of like look at their phones whereas people were just i think they were just comfortable in themselves and their in their energies mm. and and accepting of what a what a, other people had to bring what do you think that is like why why is our why, do you think it's fear are we scared of actually you know what yeah I, let me we read this quote um i think uh, this goes back to our vulnerability thing like we they're not they're not as scared to just live mm -hmm. or be rejected i think it's different that's totally yeah yeah okay so i was reading this today and it says um, building healthy relationships take work. There's no easy to follow recipe, no magic sauce. If deep, meaningful relationships were easy, we would see a lot more of them. Hmm. We, but we don't because we live in a world where we believe things should come easy. So when things get hmm. hard, our society often looks for the easy way out. Oh, wow. And I think that's a huge point to that where we do, I think because of technology, and social media and Postmates and Amazon where we can get things whenever we quick, want. Quick. And relationships aren't quick like not that. The good ones. If you want connect like if you want deep connections with people, that's not something you can I mean you can get it with someone in a night. Yeah. Sure. But I think if you really want those like deep rooted connections that are long lasting, it takes a lot of work and it takes a lot of intentional time together yeah. to build memories, to build uh, commitment too. Yeah. I think it comes back to like we were saying I can't generalize all of Europe. My experience in Europe was that people emphasize relationships. People here emphasize more so, and we're working on it, but mm -hmm. I think we all know America is a very individualist place. Like it's all, especially somewhere like LA, everyone's trying to be an actress or an actor from what I've heard. I've been here for a month. I can't make those up. I, everyone here seems very nice. Yeah. Um, but when you focus on relationships, um, you understand that, yeah, sure. Like the connection that first night when you meet and you're like, oh my God, that's chemistry. Like, yeah. that's just like whoever you are, I am too. Like, it's just like energy. That's like energy. you guys connect. Um, the hard part is maintaining and fighting for those people. 
when it's not easy. Mm. My one of my favorite quotes is nothing that was worth having uh, comes easy. Mm. Because it's not like sure it's easy if you meet someone you're like we click like man you and I, but like you and I we met at WeWork and we're like we yeah. click like we I see you and I know like ah yes I get to talk to John but yeah. if we didn't if we weren't intentional about like hey let's let's meet up like let's get dinner let's talk um, let me check in on you like those are the things that we tend to forget yeah. Too. I think what's interesting is we do claim ourselves as an, like we love to be individualistic, but at the same time, we're not really showing that in our day to day because we're on Instagram. We're looking I for those connections that. elsewhere. That. So it's like our minds don't really like to be individualistic. No, we don't like, we to don't be like being alone. So it's like, why don't we just embrace the fact that, yes, we are individualistic, but our, our human need is to be with others and to really like create and cultivate these relationships. So it's like, why do we keep lying to ourselves thinking that like individualistic is the best way to go? Because I don't know if it is. I think, I, don't think I, it is. I think that's how, I think if we look at history, everything always works better together. And that doesn't, that doesn't like- Plug we work. That's right. <laughs> and do we love? <laughs> and that doesn't even take away that like the self-awareness and the self stuff. Like yeah. that's still all there, but- I think it's like kind of that, like what you were saying, it's the right or wrong in America. It's like, we don't, it's not black and white. No. Like it's not individual or not individual. It's like, you can have individual yeah. and still cultivate all these wonderful relationships. Yeah. But like, what does that look like? And I think that's like what we've connected on a lot yeah. is trying to figure out like, where does this intentionality come in a time in our, in a time of society and culture that we're in, where in America, we do not value that. No. Um, at least but we want that. We crave that. We, we crave need crave it. it. And that's why we're so, it's almost like social media is like a drug. We talked about this. Oh like, yeah. If you feel lonely rather than being like, I'm going to call. Oh my God. Cause dear, if you call someone other than like your mom, <laughs> it's like, why are you calling me? Like, yeah. why don't you just text me or DM me this? Um, we think it's weird. And so we, we go, do. I think we get this sick, um, like, hit off of seeing other people's lives or like messaging someone on Instagram, which I think is beautiful because it opens up social media can be beautiful. You meet people that you never thought you would. Mm -hmm. Like if we were to start a podcast, we could reach people that maybe we never would. Um, but just because you talk to people on Instagram, like you could still end up. And I felt this way in certain chapters in my life, mm -hmm. like going to bed super lonely. Cause I'm like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like I talked, I said memes to these people, but like, I'm alone. Like I'm in my bed. Because at the end of the alone. day, when you close your eyes and you're in a room, crickets. Like <laughs> hello, <laughs> it's me and my pillow. Yeah. And um, but I think if you are individualistic in the way that you really invest in yourself in a positive way, mm -hmm. and you are you're constantly in a state of trying to improve yourself, that's not bad. That's actually the only way that you're going to be able to contribute to a greater group but we can't forget the part of those connections and like i almost think when people go to find themselves I, they come to the realization that they find themselves like through the connections as well sure. like i've learned so much from my like from heartbreak like oh. you learn <laughs> so much about yourself through someone else through a connection with someone else yeah where they did something that hurt you and something you wouldn't have learned by yourself totally so it's because it's, you're learning what you will, number one, put up with, what mm -hmm. you'll tolerate. You're learning what you value. You're actually learning 
what you can give to other people that maybe they didn't see in you. Like you realize, Oh my yeah. God, like I was giving so much to this person and he didn't realize it. And in that moment you go, I have so much to give. Like I know that now. Um, like but we it need takes, each other. Yeah. It, we almost like a other. mirror. Like I, like I think we're so self-absorbed in a way, <laughs> but, and I think it's just a fear of, I think it's, I think we're scared to see ourselves as we oh. are. And so I think people really do show us, they kind of mirror who we are, especially when, if you take a look at your emotions and you realize like what upsets you, what upsets you is what, when, when you're upset by someone else, you're reflecting back the things that you don't like about yourself. Like, so if someone says something to you that like really annoys you, it's because there's something in you yeah. that like you annoy yourself in that way, or you know that you do yeah. that in a way. Yeah. And so you know how much it bugs you. Yeah. And so it's like we see ourselves through other people. It's yeah. like a mirror. And it's, it's not necessarily a flaw of theirs. Like sometimes no. you can get annoyed that someone is too quiet if you're too loud. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, that's not a flaw of theirs. It's not a flaw of mine. It's just something that I don't understand why you are the way you are and I'm the way that I am. Yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah. But I also, I feel like on the topic of finding yourself, I think we're scared to see ourselves but we also, at least, like, you know, 20-somethings, we don't know yet. Like, what about, I was talking to my best friend about this last night. Like, what about this, if we think, like, oh, well, I am this way, then we start a self-fulfilling prophecy of, like, yes. one person tells you one time, like, well, okay, well, Alyssa, like, people walk all over you. And then you go, you're right, people do walk all over me. Mm-hmm. I That's something that's ingrained in my personality. And like, is that, or is that just something that I have to work through in order to get and figure out why? Why do people walk all over me? That's something I've dealt with in my life because I'm a people pleaser and I like people to like me, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I like to be at peace with everyone. So I had to get over that thought of like not everyone's gonna like me i'm not gonna be everyone's preferred taste Mm -hmm. um isn't it interesting that we're not okay with that it it makes so much sense when you take a look when you're when you i feel like when you can take a step back and literally think that each person who is born is a different person oh like their brains grow differently yeah and yes we all have this um equation that we're fitting into but we all have different we grow up differently. We totally. have different experiences. We have different emotions. It's so bizarre to me that we think that we're all going to turn out the same. And that we will all get along perfectly. Yeah. And that's totally okay if you don't get along with someone. You don't need to. There's plenty of people that yeah. you can get along with. And if it's, it's almost like if you don't get along with someone, like, don't, like, just don't worry about it. And There's it, it so many other people. And don't I'm... worry that you're not going to find someone that will get you. Because yes. you're, like, the thing is, like, yes we are all individual in our brains, but like we're all being formed from the same equation. So we're going to be, you're going to find someone you're gonna find people who's who think the way you are. Yeah. Who's like nerdy like you, mm-hmm. who has the same humor as <laughs> you. Yeah. There's, there's every single type out there. And if there isn't like, Hey, you've got a lot of, well, I think that we can compartmentalize this. Like your family loves you no matter what. Totally. That's just something that's kind of ingrained. Hopefully right. uh, my family like they accept me for everything that I am. Yeah. Um, and then you've got your friends and then you've got the trickier thing, which is like even love and relationships. Mm-hmm. Like friends, it's like friend breakups are almost as hard as real breakups. <laughs> and like maybe at one point you were really 
great together. And then the seasons change. And mm-hmm. I, was, I added this to the list of things to talk about, but like you have to accept and it's growing up that people who want serve you may not. And that, that can make you feel like, again, why does, why do I, why don't we get along on you or what? It's not a bad thing. It's mm-hmm. actually a super mature thing and you don't have to hate each other. You don't have to no. go around and be like that bitch. <laughs> it's like, Hey, we had a great friendship relationship, anything that it is work, work life. You know, you don't have to talk poorly about every job you've ever had because you Mm-mm. quit it. Um, I think it's really mature when you realize like, Hey, this, this no longer serves me or mm-hmm. I maybe no longer serve this. Um, and that's okay. Yeah. It's so, I, I thought about this as well. I think in our society, we think that everything needs to be forever mm-hmm. and that everything needs to be like purposeful forever. When, when you think about it, like it's okay if thing, if you need each other for that time totally. to help each other grow in that moment, because in that's five enough. years, you're going to be different than you are today. Oh and you might need someone else that's, that fits your needs then. And the person that you're with now, they may fit those needs of where you are, but in five years they may not. And that needs to be okay. Yeah. And you both need to find someone that are going to fit your needs at that time. And for some reason, we're just so stuck on like when we choose something, it needs to be forever. And yeah. it's like, no, we no. have one life. Like if things are not working for you, it's not working for a reason. Like mm-hmm. you need to figure out. Let go. Yeah. And like an at least thing. just take time. Like really like reflect and see like what if some if something isn't helping you move forward, then it's you're it's holding you back. Exactly. We're, we're filling each other's words in. That's right. Yes. Um, I'm going to fill up your wine glass. Oh, please. Thank um, you. I think it's your ego, too. Like when yes. you really sometimes you can just like sit with yourself and go like, what is making me so upset about this? Like, I actually don't, I don't Mm -hmm. really care about this past relationship. I don't really care about, you know, this breakup, but somehow it's, yeah, of course. Um, it's my life. Um, why am I so upset about it? Like, I don't Mm -hmm. actually want this person back in my life. Why am I so upset about it? They're treating me like garbage. Yeah. I actually, they're a piece of poop, but, (laughs) um, I'm still really upset. And it's because, goes back to like i want everyone to like me and i never i don't want to burn bridges and i don't want to feel like i wasn't enough i think it i feel like a good companion with intentionality is also expectations so we not only have expectations of others in relationships and friendships but we also have expectations on ourselves and it becomes that self-fulfilling prophecy like if you have an expectation of yourself you're like, in the next year, I need to be this person. Yeah. Then you will, I mean, you might fulfill that, but you're also hindering your growth of what could happen beyond that. Yeah. Um, and it's almost like with people too, like I've had to learn this with friends, just even, like in my process of coming out, like I had this idea of how people would react mm-hmm. and then they react differently. And I'm like, That's why did right. I really like keep myself in this mindset of no one's going to accept me. No one's, everyone's going to mm-hmm. stop talking to me when did in reality, I didn't. And like, that was really, it was hard. It was a great thing that happened, but it was hard for me to realize that how my mind works, I like keep myself in this like state of things are going to be bad so that just in case they do turn out bad, I'm ready for it. Totally. But in reality, like if I just don't have an expectation of how they're going to react, then whatever happens just happens and that's okay. It's all about, so I have this. Someone told me this. Maybe my mom. Shout out to Pam Sled. Hey, Pam. Um, hey, Pam. It's my mom and my dad's 26th anniversary today. Oh. Which is like, and they met at 21. So like, they are goals to me. Wow. Um, 
Yeah. Well, congrats to them. I know. They're the best. Um, I think she told me once to have, because I would, I would date and then get constantly kind of disappointed in, in how this person turned out or Mm. what, when they showed their true colors. Um, she said, have no expectations, but high standards. So like, you knowing yourself, you knowing this is what I want. Not like I want tall brown hair, probably not a Gemini. Definitely, you know, (laughs) definitely not a Leo. (laughs) Doesn't like IPAs. Um, um, more so like really think of the non-negotiables and what you want in a friend in, in, um, in yourself, in relationships and don't settle for less, but also don't put people in those molds or expect that they will, if they don't check off those lists, like, again, it's not, they're not a demon. They're not a bad person. They just weren't right for you. And it's like, they're not like the person that we create for them in our heads, that might not be who they are. And so it's not fair for us to be like, I want you to act like this. And in reality, that's not how they are. Yeah. And so they're going to disappoint you because you have an idea in your head of someone that they are not. You've, and they don't react you've created this you've cre- <laughs> narrative that's like i would love at some point to bring people on not necessarily my exes but like have people who wonder even if it's like a past hinge date or something that was like oh why let's do it let's so do me it. and Alyssa are starting a podcast everyone get ready for the future bum, bum, bum. um but we need to do that on it yeah i think we could do that yeah. i feel like we could find someone we could find someone who's just i mean i have a few friends that are open enough to just wouldn't it be funny if they just out of the blue called their hinge date yes. that goes to them and <sighs> just was like listen i'm just doing some like it's just pure human design research yeah would love to know why you left me on red for two years <laughs> and not even that but also like how did you like what did you expect of me on yeah. our date like what like what were the things that you were like Oh, that's not what I thought that you were. It. That's um, gonna be a no for me, dog. Yeah, I think I think that it'd be great be so for both good. parties, and I yeah. think it would honestly be very healing because yeah. you just realize it's almost like with actors being in LA, um, <laughs> like with actors, like you have to realize at a certain point that if you're rejected, it's not the fact that it's you. Yeah, it's like they have an idea in their head of what they want, and it's okay if that's not you. That's just that's yeah. not what they're looking for. Yeah, and I feel like the same goes for dating. Like it's not people have their standards, and mm-hmm. if you're not it good like yeah. you don't want to be with that person anyways because no. you're both going to be unhappy yeah and i think it would be so interesting i think number one we we could do a better job as a culture just being honest and vulnerable and mm-hmm. the whole ghosting thing is just simply the fact oh, that they the, weren't that into you yes and like why don't you just let that be like if if you don't hear back and they're strangers and they're so that's okay strangers and let's be honest ladies they're probably messaging 20 other girls and whoever and gentlemen and gentlemen hey you're hey. right um that it becomes and this is a different topic but like you're just an you're just one one of 20 yeah that's my problem with online dating um is that you become just another profile whereas people are so dynamic and they have stories and i think there's probably a lot of people who, and I know that meet online and, but they have the right intentions and they're looking mm-hmm. for the right things and they are pursuing it in a way that's intentional versus like how many bitches or dudes can I copy paste this mm-hmm. somewhat funny, but like cheesy, like, Hey, Oh my God. One of my friends, um, this guy like put a basketball emoji 
like sent it and then was like dot 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 sorry I dropped my I dropped the ball here like something like that or like hey sorry I lost my ball this now sounds sexual (laughs) it was more (laughs) was he saying like I'm not good at this so like I dropped the ball but like let's hang out no I think it was physically like he was trying to say that like he dropped the ball in their chat and that like he was coming to pick up his ball but like now that he's in the chat hello Oh, Did, romantic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, s- swoon. Yeah. Like, sw- I'd be Hashtag like, when and where? When and where should we meet? Uh, maybe don't put that in. Um, <laughs> I think people know you're joking. Yeah, yeah, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it just, it becomes, it's, it becomes an option and you're no longer, like, it makes me sad because it's like these, these people are real humans and, you know, you should be on the dating app it should be able to explicitly say like, I'm trying to fuck around. And then all the people that are like trying to fuck around can all be together. Yeah. I just, I feel like we, we just put too much emphasis on like online dating and like, it's like, if someone likes you, we put in this mind of like, this is our potential mate for life. And oh, it's like, we, and, oh, we, we, we have to time. stop putting it's a narrative. Yeah. It's like, yeah. we need to just stop putting all that pressure on us. Like that's yeah. the problem. I yeah. mean, these are literal strangers in a town of, how many million? Yeah. Like, just because you, like, match with someone. But how how do you balance keeping it casual like that? Yeah. But also, we're going to say intentional way too much. We should well, come that... up with some synonyms. But, like, how do you keep it casual? I guess no expectations and high standards. Yeah. By, like, of course everyone wants it to be chill and casual. But, like, I meet a guy on there and I'm like, oh we're going to get married. Like I'm kidding, but I'll be like, Oh my God, like there's potential, there's something there. Yeah. And that's literally just an on like, and then does your mind do this? We're like, maybe this was fate. And it's like, maybe maybe we're writing our Hallmark movie where it's like, Oh yeah. Oh, we matched and we went on a date. Oh yeah. I've never gone on a date with someone except for this person. It's fate. (laughs) Yeah. Like my, like, um, hinge promotes brands themselves as like, we're the, we're the app that we want you to delete. Do you you use apps? Um, I do, and then I don't. Like, I've used... Do you have a fave? I used Hinge. Hinge um, is my fave. Yeah, but but then I delete it. So it's... I'm not anymore. I, I think we are social enough humans. And not to say that, you know, people on yeah. apps aren't social, but I think I would ideally love to meet my person in person. For sure. Through friends or whatever. And thankfully, we work at a company that's people our age and yeah. similar interests, and it's easy to meet yeah. people in... And if you really believe in, like, the universe giving you what you need, like, mm-hmm. if I'm, I feel like Hinge is an unnecessary distraction to the time that I already don't have to give, oh. to swipe. And if I'm putting in the time to foster good relationships and friends and make, meet people in person, um, it'll work out. It'll happen. However it happens. Um, but what, what was I saying about Hinge? It's, how do you balance that? How do you balance? Casual. Because who's to say that meeting in a bar drunk at night is any better? It's not. That's so true. <laughs> it's probably worse. Yeah. But I am the kind of person, and it's just something I need to learn, is I meet someone, I'm like, this is going to be a thing. Like, yeah. I feel like... Like, how do we not do that? It's like, how can we just go and being like, let's just see what happens. If it works out, it works out. It's maturity. I think it's growing. And it's expectation, it's too. It's expectations. And like... It's growing through having enough self-respect and like loving yourself enough to be like, I'm going to be cool either way. Like, like I'll be okay either way. Yeah. And I mean, again, like I match, 
I flirt, I match with people through humor, like yeah. banter, sarcasm. And I'm really realizing that that's a great... Fellas, now you fellas, know. Fellas. <laughs> um, I realize that that's a great way to get to know someone and like what a better night than just to laugh like your butt off. But yeah. I'm realizing now more and more that humor is... It's got to only be like the tip of the iceberg because mm-hmm. that will keep the relationship thriving and like fresh fresh shit's fresh like shit's fresh it's freaking fresh (laughs) um but you've got to be able to like switch that and be like okay that was freaking hilarious but i also really need to talk to you about something serious and like you have to find someone who's dynamic in that way and humor can often be a cop-out for like people being too scared to like Mm -hmm. really talk about things how do you typically like what's a telltale sign that you connect with someone is it humor um, I think humor is definitely probably like the first one for me. It's also like how vulnerable will they get with me? Yeah. Cause I'm, you, I'm, you're, you're there. Like I, that's just like, yeah. I'm kind of like the people in like Spain. I just don't like doing the surface things. Mm-hmm. Like I'll do it to like dig in there, I yeah. guess. But then I'll be like, so like, uh, like did your parents divorce when you were younger? Like, you know <laughs> What's what I your mean? deepest service? Yeah. What's your purpose in life? I think I just, I just naturally like. I think I probe. Totally. That's probably the wrong word to Curiosity, use. But like, I like as I get to know people, like even in surface conversations, you can start to like get little hints of things mm-hmm. that happen because you'll see if they like start saying something. They're like, uh, it doesn't matter. Like, Ooh, you know, yeah. like you can tell when people get uncomfortable and you can almost. And you're there to be like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. And I, I feel like I know how to ask in a way that's not so aggressive where it's like, um, I don't know. So I, I, I think that is a, what I try to do, um, I'm also not very, I, I don't, I, like, I don't do it yeah. a lot, so it's not, Yeah. but I definitely, I need that connection. Like I need that deeper connection. Otherwise that surface thing I'm not going to connect with. So if and, someone is just that, yeah. I'll be like, sorry, like we just don't have it and that's okay. Yeah. I just need someone that's going to bring substance. You need someone who can come and, and, and offer the same to you, but also like even make you think a little bit deeper. So yeah, I need someone to help me grow too. And I think that's what I've started to learn is that I think I just naturally like give more than I should before people give back. Yeah. Um, and so I think there's also that combination of making sure that you're equally giving the same amount. And if you realize that your giving is off, like maybe you're giving more or they're giving more. Mm. Um, I think that's where your problems are going to start happening and you need to, there needs to be a good give and take there. And let's clarify. We don't mean giving like, Oh, well he texted me once. So then I'm the first yes. to text. And we're talking like, like real effort, real, like sub- emotional support type yes, stuff. Like that's yes. for me, like what I mean. Like I think we struggle enough with like the dumb shit. Like yeah. Okay, should I send him like this emoji or like she responded two hours later, so I'm gonna take three hours. Yes, because that's and then because I'm not thinking about him at all. Yeah, and like ooh, got him. Like ooh, I read his in like his thing and and I didn't respond. Like that's ooh, honestly he's... a huge sign for me when someone like just texts back. Yeah. quickly and they get back to you no matter how long it takes that's where i'm like okay they don't they don't give a shit like yeah. whether or not i respond back in an hour or in two hours like that's something that's really important to me too because well and there's people it's games who, i don't ugh. like playing those games and hey there are people who are there for the games they love the games they love the sports it, goalie hot you know and i'm all here touchdowns. for like people need different things if yeah. you like the game if you like that chase Some if that's what you love 
Please do it. I'm just yeah. saying for me personally, yeah. that does not get me going. I'm like, me, child, you can sweat. keep. Yeah, I'm like, you can play your game somewhere else. I want like, I want a man who's gonna like support me yeah. and like game help over. me grow. Sorry. Yeah. You and can play your games at Mickey's and WeHo <laughs> and Flaming Saddles and the Abbey <laughs> and the Abbey, the classy one, the Abbey. <laughs> I wanna. I wrote something. I feel like we've been talking about relationships a lot, but I think that we were on to something with. Um, the self part of things like the really self. like becoming more aware of yourself and who you are in order to prepare you better for relationships. Because I think sometimes we think we know who we are mm-hmm. and I'm now realizing like, man, I thought I knew, like I thought I had like LinkedIn bio like, Oh, I know myself to a T, but being to be honest, being single for the first time for the past year, I've been like, whoa, like who at, like what, what am I at my core? What is, makes me happy? Like, what do you have to give as Alyssa, not as Alyssa and someone else? Yes. But like, what do I just have to give? Yeah. And what do I want? Like, I I have a pretty good idea of what I can give, but more so like, what are the things that I'm gonna look for and the things I'm going to do with my life that are going to make me happy. Not like a quick happy, like a, no. but like moving to LA is a time for me to kind of rethink everything. And mm-hmm. like we were talking about chapters in your life. Seasons. Seasons. You move yeah. and you're like, okay, now everyone's welcoming me to this new city. And there's this pressure of like, what is my new life going to look like? And yeah. it, the truth is that it's whatever I want it to. Isn't that the best feeling? It it's the best and it's scary though because you have it's to it's uncomfortable break. it's uncomfortable but it's a good uncomfortable yes um it's it's breaking we get into routines we get into routines like i've i do the same thing most weekends mm-hmm. um but i have a really badass job during the week and you know but it's the same thing every week and yeah. so it's like really figuring out who and what is going to make me be my best self and make me show up for other people. And then I think the rest of it just falls into place. But that's the hard part is like working on yourself and really being in tune with yourself and going like, okay, I really didn't feel that great mm-hmm. being with that person. Even if they've been in my life for this amount of years, like the constantly. emotion of it all, like really like blinds you sometimes like emotion and like lust. Like I don't mean lust as in like, Ooh, like lust. I just mean like there's a difference between love and lust. Like when totally. you meet someone out at a club and you really connect, like that's really just like the lust of it. Like that's you like connecting they had with some them on killer dance moves. Yeah, and mm-hmm. so like there's a difference between like like that drive and then like that that like longevity like love stuff. Yeah, um, and that's that's not just relationships. That's less in your activities and your hobbies. Like. Mm-hmm. You ever get that question where people are like, tell me f- three fun facts about yourself. I'm oh, like, yeah. Those things, I'm like, damn, some people answer them and they're like, boom, boom, boom. Like, I'm like, I'm like God, it's different like, every day. Age? Like, what age? Because like, <laughs> <laughs> me, a, me three months ago, different I know. things. Like, I was going to say, I'm a Pisces. <laughs> like, no one gives a shit. Or I, I said recently, I have a freckle in my left eye. In your left eye? Mm-hmm. Where? Right here. It means I absorb. Some people think it means you absorbed a twin at birth. Were you a um, twin? Put, no. Well, maybe. I mean, that could make Pam? sense. Pam? <laughs> Pam, tell me more. Do you see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a weird freckle. 
but I've been using that that fun fact mm-hmm. for years and I said it in front of someone recently and they're like you use that in like <laughs> like we know that you in told like us. sixth grade I'm like shit do I, do I have to find new things shit like I I have new things all the time but you know verse really evaluating as a millennial mm-hmm. at what point do you switch from going out every weekend being at the clubs yeah. like to really maybe finding some hobbies and like that's why I, I was excited to move to LA was to like do more intentional things out. Like I yeah. will always love, I love to dance. We love to I, dance. Yes. I can, that will always make me happy. That'll always make you happy. Yeah. I will never be like, Oh no, put me on a D floor and I'm not down. Like I, I will. S- you crank that music up. Give me a dance floor. Crank that soldier boy. I don't know. <laughs> Is that too old? <laughs> Shit. Nah. Um, <laughs> but like, instead of going to a dark, scary bar where i look around it, it's like enlightening i look around now sometimes i'm like why the hell am i here like yeah because you can easily just meet people at places that you enjoy yeah like do your interests and the people that have similar interests as you will do those same things yeah that's where you'll meet your people totally and like a lot of my people still go out a lot and i enjoy being with yeah. those people but i also think it's an exciting time to to be vulnerable and and yeah. to go take I don't know, like to do this or to yeah. um, go to like a women, you know, outdoor voices has like all of these like events. I went to this like collective meditation where Ooh. we, um, it what was a, very intentional. Yeah. Two words, but <laughs> it was this, um, it was this group meditation where the leader, she infused, well, she like had, it's a weed meditation. So I'm just mm-hmm, gonna say that ahead of time. Mm-hmm. She like has this weed and then she has like four different types of types of crystals. And she like, not infuses the weed but she like uses the energy of the crystals to like have the weed and then you go to this meditation you choose your intention for the meditation (gasps) based on the crystals and then if you want to enhance your experience with cannabis then you can choose that weed you smoke it and then together we meditate on oh my god that intention and like like a crystal cloud of and like that's the type of thing it's like you got to find things that you enjoy and then it'll come to you like that. Yeah. And we were just talking about that. I'm not saying that you need to move somewhere, restart your life and decide that you want to be like a hiker who goes into the forest <laughs> and like wears Patagonia every single weekend. But I'm saying explore, like really yeah. reevaluate what you do with your time and go, how could I make this more valuable? How can I use this to better myself from other people? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think people like us, we are on, we are all like, you could put us probably on a mountain somewhere with pro- hopefully some wine, but like we could hike all day or we could be dancing on a rooftop at 2am. Like that's something I'm proud of is, is being kind of a chameleon and, yeah. and not having compartmentalized myself. We don't have to do that, but you know, planning ahead and going what 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 can i plan this weekend who can i plan to hang out with what can i plan to do that's gonna last in my memories yeah like what's what's a relationship i want to foster a bit and like have that intentional time to create memories so that later down the road you can be like remember that time we like went to dance yourself clean and i know oh um and like that's like where all the good stuff is and that's where like you create those lifelong memories with people and yeah like you're not gonna don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm pretty young and (laughs) 
like I still there's nights where I'm like, you know, what? I just want to like have a few drinks, go out to not bungalow, never bungalow. <laughs> <laughs> that season has passed, signed, sealed, delivered. That's such an L.A. reference. Yes, not bungalow. <laughs> yeah. For anyone not think of like LA. any hometown bar, essentially, yes. that you would go home to if you like went to your hometown where that's you, you see people that same you, vibe, same vibe. Um, the. That had like its season where I was like, totally. heck the heck, yeah. Like, this is a scene. This is LA. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, mm, maybe I should go to a concert. Maybe I should go somewhere that I can actually see above Jewel. Should we go to the Arts District to a brewery? Ooh. You know, like, classy. Yes. yes, something different. And I think it's okay to constantly want to change that. Totally. Um, it's really, it really is because we, I don't remember if we were talking about this before the we recorded or not, but it is like yeah, getting we had some good content before we did. I think we were talking about on it where you said going to Madrid is kind of like a blank slate Yeah, and it's kind of the same, like you, we do get into routine so often. And I even have started like moving around my apps in my phone mm. because you get into, you get, I had this realization <gasps> that I have routines in that. every part of my life. Absolutely. I listen to the same songs. Yeah. I eat the same food. I take the same route to work and it's like, I can change my routine in regards to like how I think, I guess. But the thing is, if your daily routine is the same and you try to change your mind, your mind can't change if your your daily routine's the same. So I started changing my apps where they were located so that I didn't just automatically go to it. I took a different route to work. Um, I'm like, I'm trying to make sure I'm intentionally doing different things so that I'm like keeping myself alert. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And that's really helped my like stagnancy because I need that. Otherwise I'm, it goes straight down this like yeah dark hole it's again it's a fine line of like you need routines in your life like totally i, I make my bed every single morning now Do it, like if i don't make my bed i'm like i'm gonna have a shit day like <laughs> my life is a mess i couldn't make my bed but when you think more you accomplish into, something you know it's like yeah. it's a mental thing like yeah i did this and everything's gonna be okay and when i come home it's gonna look like it's made mm-hmm. um but like you said, switching it up, it, your brain. So I think I told you this before. Fun fact I learned, love social psychology. I'd love to I get a master's too. in it at some point. I don't know how that will translate to making money, but doesn't matter. You're good. Um, your brain would prefer to be in turmoil than bored. Everyone's brain. We that are, makes so much sense. We are wired. <laughs> like we would rather be going through hell than to not feel stimulated because it's something to think about yeah it's like we're so scared of just being silent and being present in a way because i feel like that's where you feel the weight of time i feel like time like flies like that but if you can sit down in like silence where there's literally nothing is that even possible it is it is but it's like that's where you're like oh like shit you get into the deep. Yeah. And you get into the purpose questions and the exactly. what am I doing here? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's why that explains a lot. It explains why we go back to people who we know aren't good for us because we'd rather have that angst mm-hmm. than to just be like, I'm over it. Than to not have anything too. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's why I think switching up your routines helps you get over that stagnant side of it without Mm -hmm. damaging yourself definitely i don't do those things but i should i i didn't do those things and i honestly i had to do them because if i didn't do them i was gonna like freak like 
I just knew I had to think like with all these practices, it's like, if you don't, I think about it like with anxiety, like people go to meditation because they have anxiety, like people that aren't into mm. meditation, not everyone has anxiety, so they yeah. don't need to meditate. And I think it's the same for this. Like the people that really need this, um, or the, the people that need it, like need to do it essentially. And I feel like, you know, if you're one of those people, does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Um, let's talk about therapy. Okay. I think that also goes back to the individual thing. It's funny that we go to someone else to give us information about ourselves. Mm. Like we were talking about how we're very individualistic Mm -hmm. society, but I think deep down we long for that connection. Yeah. It's like, that's why we go to therapy because we need someone else to reflect back to us what our experience is. Because on our own, we really can't, we don't have a a good, uh, we don't have a way of looking at it uh, neutrally. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, um, without bias um and how are you supposed to explain you it's exactly hard. that's why and i wrote this down why are we so much better at it is so crystal clear to me when one of my best friends is should dump a guy mm-hmm. or when my best friend you know is going through something i'm like i can see i know the answer here yeah but then for example i tell my friends like if he's not putting an effort you have so much to give. Do not settle. Do not settle. That's I always the say give that. It, that's that giving. Like, make yes. sure you're giving the same. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I can clearly see when someone is giving and when they're... And then, happens to me, and <laughs> an ex calls at midnight randomly mm-hmm. while I'm out, and I'm, like, immediately ready to answer it. I'm of like, course. oh, my God, he's calling. I must answer. And my friend looked at me, and she was like, Alyssa, look at yourself. Like, what would you tell me? And I was like, oh, whoa, why? Why do, Why are we so blinded by it's our own hit. situations? You know I mean? It's a hit. And yeah. we don't feel their other people's need. But what blurs that? What blurs it? Just emotion, like feeling like it's your story and like making more excuses for it. Like why should, why is it not as clear as other people's situations? I, yeah, I. that's a really good question. I do think emotion really does blind us a lot of times. Yeah. Um, I think we want the best for other people too, but we don't always want the best for ourselves or realize that. Yeah. I honestly don't know. I'd have to think yeah. about that. Next episode, listen yeah. to Millennial <laughs> Next episode. Um, uh, we were going to talk about... I've actually... Therapy. Have you ever been to therapy? I did go to therapy. I went to therapy in grad school. I should probably honestly go again. Yeah. Because um, I went to therapy before I like went through everything with coming out and mm-hmm. dealing with my own sexuality. and, um, But it was so helpful. Yeah. I mean, I got so much out of it, even without talking about sexuality at all. Yeah. Like, I was going through a lot regardless. Mm-hmm. And so, um, for me, it was so helpful because during that time... I'm a very reserved person naturally. So like, I don't talk about myself unless someone prompts me to talk about myself. Like I'm not going to walk into like my work or with my friends and be like, this happened to me. Mm -hmm. That's just not my personality. Like I need, I want someone to to care. And I think I've grown up so much of like, people have like unloaded a lot on me without really my permission. Like, and so I don't want to be that for others. And I think that's Mm. why I, I need their permission for me to like, unload your baggage yeah because and that's what friends do and that's what i've had to learn is that like yeah that's that's your friend's purpose your friend like friends are supposed to be there so that you can talk with them about anything and you shouldn't have to think about that um there's a line though like we're talking about where it's too much yes sometimes to where 
it's no longer the good even in friendships it's like totally i will listen to you talk for hours if you need me uh-huh. and i will coach you through it but if i if i come back and try and tell you about me and, you and you're listen. like oh my god yeah that reminds me it's like well fuck this like yeah that's not a friendship that's not a partnership that's a i'm talking to a wall to have someone listen to me <laughs> exactly and, and you're my wall yeah so and for my like for most of my life like that's just kind of how my interactions were so mm. i didn't feel comfortable ever sharing what i was going through and so having a neutral party yeah. um was so beneficial for me and can i i think the first i probably went i honestly don't remember how many times i went probably 10 to 12 maybe um and i would say the first like three or four times i sobbed like just like yeah. talking about yourself in such a vulnerable way oh that gosh. you've never like expressed before yeah it's just like the emotion just comes out um and so i find so much benefit in it and I've tried to find some out in LA, but really I've called a few and they're so, they're always like, what form of payment are you going to like give? And I'm like, like, uh, like, that's (sighs) not how, like, you're not someone I want. If you're going to freak out about my form of payment on our, literally like the first call I have with you. On like a pre-examining, like on like a just informational call. Uh Uh-huh. And so, and LA is just so big and it's hard to find people. So I haven't. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of therapy on myself. Nice. Um, but I also, I've done, I think, as much as I can on myself. And I do think it's, there's still so much value in totally other people. But I've also learned how to talk about myself. And that's been that's a huge, so huge struggle is like trying to learn that balance of, and I even like with my friends, I even tell them, I'm like, I'm sorry if I'm talking, like, let me know. Cause like, I, yeah. I, I haven't done it for so long that like when I start talking about myself, I feel bad. And I'm like, just let me know if like this is too much because I'm not used to like just like sharing. But that's all internal. Like I think it's you would all know that, and, like I would literally listen to you for hours <laughs> yeah. talking to him because I know that you're not ever coming from a place that's like just listen to my no. life. Like no, you you are opening up and that's the vulnerability part. Yeah. Have you done therapy? therapy? I went to therapy when I was I had really bad anxiety when I was younger. Like what did that look like? It looked, and this sounds kind of crazy, and I'm very thankful to have grown out of it oh, for the I most was, part. I was an anxious boy, so okay, <laughs> don't you worry. Okay, let's childhood. Um, I don't know where it came from. My parents were like, we don't know where this came from. But I would have like these panic attacks that my parents weren't going to come pick me up from. Did you have this? No, but this, oh, okay. is, I, this is very common. Okay, yeah. I would have, I would hide my face in a desk like when the bell rang and I had to get, I had to book my ass. Like I would be at the front of the line of every class. Sometimes my teachers would let me leave early Mm -hmm. because I had this fear that I would go out, you know, in the little gate area where like the parents, uh, classic suburbia would like loop around in that circle with their Uh minivans Uh and their Tahoes. And, And you'd wait. And it was absolutely irrational. But I, if I didn't see my mom like that, and it's not coming from like a deep rooted abandonment thing. Like my again, I'm very fortunate to have grown up in a very stable, safe, yeah, loving home. But like, it hurt my mom because she's like, if I'm not there immediately, like I will be there. Yeah. And so I just had like these panic attacks, and I would puke, and I would like you would puke. I, would pu- I puked. It was. It was. I think I was so close to my parents. I even did this. It was separation anxiety. Yeah. I even did this when I got to college. Oh. not the puking or like the. it's okay if you did i cried because i if for the first time i was like oh my god this is all so new it's safety all of these kids want to go out and party and like i thought college was going to be a very like live laugh love everyone is like on campus really? oh yeah which 
change quickly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was fine. Like, week two, yeah. your, your girl was out. <laughs> week two, your girl was having the time of her life. Um, but the first week, like, I, I remember the first night I went out in college, everyone was like, we're drinking, we're pre-gaming. And I was like, I want to sit in bed and watch a movie. Did you ever think that that's how they're coping with leaving their parents? Maybe everyone was feeling Maybe. the exact same thing. Maybe. But how you do it is, you know, I'm going to watch something and they're like, let me just drown out let my me, feelings. Yeah. Let Let's me all just do go it to together because we're all feeling that same way. Maybe. I always thought it was just, be- I was like, you know what? I did myself a disservice in high school and didn't ever drink. So that You when never I drank to- in high school? Never. I had a sober Sally. <gasps> okay. This is a funny story. <laughs> I um, never drank. I was kind of a prude. People will tell me that I was a prude. Uh-huh. Like people would be like, yeah, we drank. And I'd be like, <laughs> Well, that's not very good of you. Um, <laughs> I was mother st- would not be proud. <laughs> Janet. Janet. Damn it, Janet. Damn it, Janet. <laughs> I told you to be a dance practice two hours ago, and you're just fucking around. Do you not care about our homecoming performance? Damn it. <laughs> um, but I was like your classic student government volleyball, like all uh, the things. Oh, I love that. Li- oh, loved every moment. Of- Never. I just thought drinking was bad, very bad. Yeah. Um, and so one night after call after high school graduation, all my friends, I, I went to um, high school with a bunch of Mormons. So, oh, okay. We had a lot of sober fun. Like we did the, we did all of the like hangouts and just whatever, but never drinking, never any of that. And it was normal. It was, oh, I don't regret it. I feel like I had the best time of my life. Yeah. I never felt more connected. Yes. Same with Madrid. Like it was the same thing. Big groups finding commonalities uh-huh. even if it was dumb shit like playing what did we do we would drive around in vans and and hide and like tag each other around the city like in madrid no no no, no. sorry this okay. is back home it's it's called something maybe people will know i yes do you know what I, it's i think but i had friends that played it they weren't in van actually maybe they were i'm saying vans only because you reminded me of vans. It was just cars. Because of my San Diego experience. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Now I'm triggered too. Yeah, well. <laughs> no, I never well, plan on getting a van, you. but now I Don't super go on a crabby <laughs> family vacation. <laughs> I'm never going back to just San kidding. Diego. Um, anyway, what I was saying was that in high school, I was sober Sally. The, the summer before I went to college, my parents were like, we're going to get her and all of her friends super fucked up. So that they know how it feels. It was supposed to be a scare tactic. So yeah. that if when we went to college, we knew what a hangover felt like. We knew. Just probably good. Um, you don't think? It was just funny because we had the best time. Uh, <laughs> you're like, sorry, Ma. Sorry, Ma. We it's had like, a great time. It's like your jungle juice didn't fool anyone. Like <laughs> your jungle juice was great. But I ended up, all of us, like we had never drank before. So we were all like, What? what is this feeling? And I ended up, I walked into the house after being in the pool and just floating for a bit and being like, Oh, I'm, I'm not well. <laughs> and I went inside. I was like, dad, mm, not well. And he's like, you have 15 minutes to go puke and get to bed or else it's going to be very bad. So I puked and fell, fell asleep on the bathroom floor. Oh, and my other, my ex-boyfriend, Alyssa. my high school boyfriend and my best friend at the time, ate their whole weight in hot Cheetos that night as their like hangover cure. And they will still, I don't know about my ex, but my friend to this day will not eat hot Cheetos because Did they throw it up. Absolutely. What would that feel like? Hot, hot, acidic, <laughs> flaming, flaming hot. hot. 
And now this podcast is sponsored by <laughs> Flaming Flame Hot Cheetos. <laughs> um, oh, I wish. But what was the point of that? I was, yeah, so in, in um, I went to therapy when I was younger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so puking hot Cheetos. So, yeah, therapy. Uh, <laughs> I would, I've actually been thinking about going, I think there's a, a stigmatism to like, oh, well, I'm seeing. Astigmatism? There we go. <laughs> that was there such a good example. What am I trying to say? Um, this is uh, I honestly don't remember. It had I had it and then it was gone. I just know it's not astigmatism because that's with your eyes. With your eyes. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's um. We'll we'll edit this and we'll fill in the. We're word. not going to edit. <laughs> it. <laughs> what we're, just finish what you're no, saying. No, but I mean like we'll think about the word and you can just be like yeah. Enter <laughs> word here. <laughs> I'll bleep it on the go. Yeah. <laughs> say the name. Um. There is a whatever ism to therapy, um, where it's like stigma. Stigma. That's Why not autism? <laughs> That's a sledism. And an, a stigma. <laughs> it's like amoeba. Stigmatism. Anyway, uh, a there's stigma. a stigma to yeah. therapy. There, thankfully, less. I think less so. As the years go on, like mental health is becoming. I think people are realizing everyone's like everyone's fucked up in a way, up. and like mental health includes like just having anxiety or feeling down, totally. and, like. And who so, doesn't have some form of anxiety exactly. these days? Like with technology and social oh. media, like everyone experiences something. So thankfully, I think people are more okay with therapy. I think people are longing for therapy because we don't have those connections where we can just mm-hmm. be like, "I'm feeling this way." And yeah, and I think you've sometimes I feel shame to not a shame, but I'm like, I like you said, I don't want to dump this on my friend right now. Like yeah. they're dealing with this stuff, or maybe I just I can't make sense of it, and I know that everyone in my life has an opinion not in a bad way but everyone else already thinks a certain way and knows me so they're like no 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 slide like that's not that's not real like you're not that way because i love you and you're great and yeah or my mom your parents just think that you know everything's okay but counselors and therapy like that's a non-biased fresh ears and eyes to see you for who you are in that moment not mm-hmm. to see you for who you were for the past they, whatever they years. don't know who you are they don't know they literally get to meet you as you are yeah I think that would be such a rewarding, but like also how do you not take home that baggage every day? Do you know, I have a master's in social work. That's what I wanted to do. I didn't know that. Yeah. And do you think, what would you, if we work wasn't in the picture, live, laugh, love, we work, but um, what would be like your ideal life's work like if it didn't matter how much money you made if it didn't Uh matter where you lived if you could just do something that you think at this point in Mm -hmm. this season would kind of fill your jar is that the right thing to say fill your glass fill Uh your wine fill your jar i love it your jar i'm imagining a cute mason jar that says john on it yes um what would it be it would be kind of what we were talking about before i would love to do podcasting i would love to do well you are so dream come yes true, that's baby. right um but i would love to do like what you're talking about, like a travel thing where you just go around you have people come into the room and you can really just connect with people on vulnerability like that would be my dream to like just get a group of people um a, a room full a theater full of people and just talk about the stuff that we all want to talk about but that no yeah. one ever does like let's just drop the walls yeah maybe even having like and that's social work to me. And so yeah. I, I don't feel bad. I, I never want to do like actual social work again. Like I was a school social worker before mm. moving out here. Um, and uh, like that's I. A lot. Yeah. And like I, I at a point I did want to do like therapy, like a counselor. But 
then I realized that social work can mean so much more than being a one-on-one -on -one counselor. Totally. And like social work is just, it's cultivating these uh, conversations and I think just helping people find the human, helping people find that connection. Connection. You'd in be whatever a connection way they worker. Need. Yeah. You would be a connection worker. A connection worker. Social you... connection <laughs> worker. Just add the connect in there. There you go. I think that that's, you would be so good at that, first of all. And second of all, we, we had this conversation at our at our dinner, but like influencers, for example, like mm -hmm. we're in this whole new and no one it's uncharted waters. No one we, we didn't have influencers that were so close that hit so close to home. We had celebrities back in the day. And now you can self make yourself. You can self make yourself. These people are amongst us. Mm -hmm. They are. They join The Bachelor, and somehow yes. every damn time you exit The Bachelor, you have a FabFitFun ad brand <laughs> sponsored content. We talked about this. What I'm saying is I think... And there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. Nothing. There's something wrong with FabFitFun. I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. None, of, none of those celebrities receive those boxes and, and enjoy what they get. Maybe a few. That's true. I'm I mean, sorry. if you're deceiving, it's not okay. But, yes. you know. But, I mean, no one's going to deny free... And if you, and if you really um, enjoy a brand, and then they say, hey, we'd like to sponsor you. We'd like to pay you oh to talk God. about Oh, my God. If Kava... Slime and Hot Cheetos. <laughs> Kava, yes. If Kava reach out to me... Kava, please. <laughs> they're a member at my building. And yeah, I, I, know and I just want to walk over and be like, I'm a big fan. I'm a really big fan. Like, I have a podcast. Do you want to, like, pay me to say your name on it? <laughs> <laughs> or just give me like one one meal a week free. One meal. One uh, bowl. That's all I want. If Arrow on Market was like, hey, <laughs> how do you feel about paying half price for our overpriced vegan all organic smoothies? <laughs> I'd be like ad branded. Erewhon, if anyone doesn't know Erewhon, it's like think of Sprouts oh, yeah, and then go like 10 times above Sprouts. And that's Erewhon. It's like the bougiest restaurant. restaurant. The bougiest it is a restaurant. <laughs> there is a sushi bar. It's the bougiest like market. And oh, uh, my God. It's, am it's amazing. It's amazing. But it gives me anxiety walking yeah. in because there are quite literally a hundred different types of gluten free crackers. How are you supposed to choose? And rice pudding. And rice and it's like, I was like, oh, look, a little parfait. Like, might as well get that for breakfast. Mm -hmm. It's like literally oats and honey <laughs> with a dash. And I'm like, oh, how much? $15. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> how? <laughs> anyway. And um, it's always packed. Yeah. Like we, we'll do a health and wellness one on our millennium medley. Yes, we will. That's a plug coming soon. Yeah. What I'm saying is that influencers were in a very cool slash scary new place where yeah. um it's uncharted it's uncharted we don't know we don't know the ethics or the morals behind like what what's the line what's the line between like you've got what scares me is the young people like influencers we've got teenagers high school middle school kids who are looking to the kardashians of the world and going that's beauty that's what i want to be but i also think it's so cool that there are people like you who could start mm. a podcast um and end up actually really making a difference. Like it, it depends on what you do with your platform. Yeah. Um, and I think for you, like growing this podcast and like being, having that dream of like going and traveling, like that can happen. That's what's so cool about it. Yeah. It's attainable. Yeah. It's all about people need to really, you need to provide value to people. You need to, and you need to be, uh, impeccable with your word and like mm -hmm. with your brand um and now we're getting into like marketing but 
the thing with the influencers is just it's not they're not going away but if you want to make an influence at least stand for something that's what it is yeah and i think what like really hurts me is like if you ask middle schoolers even elementary school kids i think like what they want to be when they get older mm. a lot of people I say like youtubers say. and <gasps> and yeah. influencers and because and there's nothing wrong with that because that's really probably all that they know because that's what they watch now yeah but it just sets an expectation that is just not attainable for everyone and honestly like i don't even think if they looked at it they would actually want it but because the life is so luxurious online and everyone puts their best face oh, forward boy. and literally i mean instagram is just people's best lives like it's people at their best you're gonna post Very a picture best. that you look your best in I no mean, matter yeah. who you are yeah um influencer or not and so you're literally seeing the best of everyone's life and that means that you're not seeing 99 percent of their actual life um, but but young pe- i mean we're susceptible to it and we're in our like t- we we know this shit <laughs> yeah i see and through it what, and i'm still like oh that's why i think the vulnerable the vulnerability and the connection aspect is so important because that that's what humbles you you know and that's <laughs> yeah. what really like you can be like oh yeah like, yeah they're not they're not the happiest person like yeah they struggle with depression and yeah they you know don't leave their house for four days like yeah they might have six million followers but you don't know that they're like cutting themselves and you know what i mean like there's so much more to that that i wish people would talk about and i think if influencers did talk about it um i think they would only gain followers i think they're so afraid of losing people Mm -hmm. by talking about the actual real stuff in their life but really a, you might you might lose followers, but you would gain people that will actually Respect. stay with you for the long term. Yeah. You don't have these bots of people that are just liking your stuff. You have no. people that actually care about you as a person and your brand and what you stand for instead of just whether or not you're, you know, showing cleavage or you're <laughs> like, you know, showing your abs yeah. or um And whatever. I'm I'm all I'm all for showing flaunting what you got and like <laughs> totally. and you know, being Beyonce and all of that but i just sometimes get disgusted and i'm no better like i don't claim to be this like like very you know authentic like no everyone posts photos that they look the best they do fakes laughs like i like photos because they document memories for me like i can look at a photo and be like i remember how i felt in that moment and people are always giving me shit for taking photos like slut no more like we've taken but those are always the photos that people look back on. So there's a balance, but there is a balance. Yeah. I, I think it makes me sad when I look at girls who are 16 mm. and it's like this, it's an entire trend of like these sad looking photos where they're like, they've got their eyebrow up and mm-hmm. like their lips, you know, yeah. doing this thing you guys <laughs> can't Kylie see, lips. but like the, the fake lips, the duck, lips. the duck, lips. but they're out like that. They look terrifying in person. Duck, but, duck, duck, duck. Um, and that's what they think happiness and beauty is, is like this, like I'm goth. Like we used to be goth when we did that oh. shit. My, my space. space. <laughs> yeah. You, my space you, was goth. you look at my born to shot profile and you tell me what black eyeliner can oh, do for yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you. Next. Like, what about that? And then, you know, everyone comments, so beautiful. It's like this, again, it's this hit. It's a hit. And it makes me sad because everyone's starting to look the same. Everyone's starting to have the same, just like, you know, photos of themselves and nothing really else 
to show and i wish we were more vulnerable and i do too and i do think we'll get there i think we're yeah. technology is just so new and so social media that i think it has to get to a point where <laughs> i feel like we have to hit a point where it's like the point of no return where we have to change yeah and i've heard with instagram that they're thinking about getting rid of the likes i, and I think that would I think if social media wants to be around for the long term, that they need to do that. Or they will And because like, they will and everyone else will. And I don't know why they just don't do it because there's no need in seeing the likes. What there's it, literally no yeah. benefit in anyone seeing it. And the thing is, like, you get to see your own likes, but mm. no one else does. And that's mm. really the whole point. Like, I don't need to see how many likes you have and you still get to see it. So everyone gets what they need yeah. without feeling the weight of wow, I only got 12 likes, they got 68, like. But why would you, what What would be the point? So the point of seeing your own likes would be to be able to tell, if you were an influencer to tell businesses like, hey, this is the reach I'm getting, this is the mm-hmm. impressions. Um, but yeah, you wouldn't have a baseline to be like, you said, to compare. Yeah. It would just be like, oh my God, all of these people liked my photo. Like, but we would, like you know what, we would 15 still. 15 people really liked it. We would still look in our likes and be we like, would. why didn't, hey John, why didn't you like I think for a while, because we know what it's like to experience someone with like 30,000 likes. Yeah. But I think over time, at least I think mentally it would still. Yes, I think if we saw that we only got a certain amount of likes, it would like momentarily be like, I wish I had more. But at least while you're scrolling, Mm -hmm. you're not continually reminded that you're getting less than these people. Yeah. Um, Oh. And so I think over time you would just learn. It's, It's all unlearning. You know, and Mm -hmm. like that's like the whole process of growing up too. like you learn things in your childhood that you're like, I have no need for this anymore. And so you have to learn how to process it without her. Huh? No more Yahoo avatar. (laughs) Yahoo avatar. Did you have one of those? No. Okay. So I'm just like Yahoo. Shouts out to the Yahoo avatar people of the world on Yahoo Messenger or whatever it was called. You could like go in and create your own little like bot. So you could like. You didn't have that? No, we had AIM. AIM. Oh, Did you have AIM? AIM? No, 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 I didn't. I, really? I, no. No. Did you have um, Penguin? Um, Club Penguin? Um, it's familiar, but AIM was like the thing when okay. I was in high school. I I think I, we're a, a few different years, but... What year did you graduate high school? 2013. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Four years. I mean, four years. But honestly, those... In our our generation, like four years means a ton. Totally. Because like I think the first iPhone came out like when I was like halfway through high school, and like okay. so like hi- iPhones changed things. Everything. So like even like a few years after that, if you grow up in high school with an iPhone, that changes your whole experience of high school that I didn't have. Yeah. And it's that's I think what's crazy, and I wish um, older generations would be a little bit more considerate of our generation. Cause they're so, they're so quickly being like those fucking millennials <laughs> with their Instagram and their, you yeah. know, their likes. But it's like, we, it's, it's kind of like the trophy situation. Like they call us like everyone gets a trophy, but it's at the same time, it's like the adults gave us these trophies. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's oh, not yeah. our fault. And like, we grew up in this society where like we were adolescents. Our brains are like the prime developing time. And we're confronted with this huge thing called social media that even adults are trying to figure out now. Oh, yeah. My so grandma still any is. Any adult <laughs> out there trying to figure out social media, try being a 14-year-old oh, and trying to deal God. with the fact that you have to, A, you're going through puberty, you're figuring out your identity, and you have to try to maneuver around all of these people that are showing you how you should look. Oh. And it's 
it's madness and we're it not taught madness. how to maneuver around that emotionally no. and that's why we're all fucked up <laughs> and so like we Shouts just there needs to be a little bit people. more compassion totally. and just a little bit more understanding in the fact that like we're doing our best yeah. we know that social media is bonkers absolutely like, yes we're addicted to it we know that but we're doing our best to balance it and it just takes and we're navigating time. through that and like yeah and th- there is something i've heard recently called the influencer bubble <laughs> similar to when like jennifer aniston would be like and i use pantene on tv <laughs> and i was like no jennifer aniston you don't use pantene no. that hair is too voluminous and you have got way too much money did you see millie bobby brown's <gasps> video where she applied this whole nighttime routine but didn't put anything on her face I watched it. It was really painful, but it's the same thing. Like she's literally like, okay, now let's put on the moisturizer. And she's like rubbing her face and not using any product. And she's like, why'd you do that? I don't know, Millie. Why'd you do Millie! that? Millie. But it's the same she's thing. She's a like, real one. I thought, I guess I not. Mean, I think she still is, but she is whatever. Yeah. But it's the same type of thing. It's like, you, nothing's real. No. And also when people are, this is just funny to me, the amount of videos that I've seen that are like, so I know all of you guys have been asking about my skincare routine and I'm like, tell me <laughs> who. Caroline, no one's been asking about your skincare routine. You can't just plug that in to tell just me more about. Just you're getting paid $1,000 to say it. From Arbonne to tell yeah. me more about. We had someone to reach out to our building saying, I have this really small startup called Arbonne. Can we come in and do a like a pop-up? And we're like. Uh, we know our bond. Don't. <laughs> That's like the same thing as like Fab Fit Fun. Yes. Like no, and unfortunately they've built a brand, and that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what I'm saying, you're right though. Like, we are trying to navigate out of it now, and I think we can kind of plug, we were, plug our podcast, our new podcast. Oh yeah, we into can. This, but I think it'll come. Up. We haven't talked about when it's going to come up, but I feel like we can make it come up pretty soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm feeling pretty year, inspired. Um, it'll be a passion project for sure. For sure. Um, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure. Uh, I wanted to say, I think millennials get a lot of shit. Yeah. And as much shit as we get and as much dumb stuff that we do, we are also opening, like, I think we are the most open society, society. We're the most open, welcoming, like, we snap the whole time you talk. I have to un untrain my parents on something sometimes. Yes. Not 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 to blame them, but they're like, "What have you heard about this?" And I'm like, "Mom, we've become such a middleman for like the Gen Zs and our parents." Yeah, it's like we know what it's like to have both. I'm like, child, high school, calm down with those uh-huh. fila shoes and your um, bicycle shorts. Uh-huh. It's okay. Uh-huh. You're you you need to get to soccer practice and take a test. Uh-huh. But then my parents and my grandparents, sometimes I have to be like, let's talk about this. Yeah. You come from this. You come from this learning and this upbringing. This is what I come from. It's a complete 180 from what you're used to. Totally. And and they don't understand it. No. And sometimes I don't understand it. But exactly. Like, as far as inclus- inclusiveness and stuff, my thing is, and I think most millennials thing at this point is like, if it doesn't involve my, me, if it doesn't involve my happiness... Why am I going to make a stink about it? Like if someone wants to be called a certain thing or be identified as something and it doesn't influence me, I just want to support them in their journey. Because why not? Yeah. Like that's just positive. Like it's just positivity. Yeah. And like it's just like accept. Yeah, that's it's acceptance. It's it's a 
it's the fact that we are the generation that believes that we can do anything. Yeah. And that we can that change. can be anything. And we've been given this shit storm of issues to deal with. Mm-hmm. And guess who's going to have to get us and out of them? We were given <laughs> no, like book to like help us through it we literally navigating through mental health in a way that no other generation has had to deal with mental health no and that's why there's so much like suicide there's so much like depression and anxiety um because no one has been no one taught us how to do it and i think on the flip side a positive note of that is like divorce rates for example sure we're getting married later and we're having kids Mm -hmm. later that's because Girls want to have careers and girls want to see mm-hmm. out their purpose in life before giving That's their right. lives. I mean, dear God, me and my <laughs> friends talk about all the time, the thought of a child and just like caring for another mm-hmm. human right now. And like, that's going to come for some of us. But mm-hmm. for the first time, our generation wants to see a fulfilling career and make moves and and make a name for ourselves and change the world before we settle down and, and become a housewife and become a dang housewife. Yeah. My husband will do half of the chores, That's probably cook will. most of the time because I might burn everything. <laughs> um, but As how cool, like, yeah, we, we seem doomed in so many ways, but mm-hmm. also like, there's so much promise. There's so much promise. There's so much potential. And I don't think that there's anyone, any other generation with as open of minds, Mm-hmm as us i don't think so either and i i really do think a lot of change is going to come with our generation yeah and the generations below us but i think our generation is specific in the sense that we have a good balance of i think we know we know how to talk to every side of generation at this point um and i think we're definitely the most open i think you're right I, th- I think Generation Z is less open to the ways of our parents' generation. Yeah. Um, and we're <laughs> yeah. we're open to seeing how We've they see it. things and how we see things in our generation and how the people below us see it. Yeah. Like, we're very encompassing in that, and I think we're a great mediator. Um, we're bridging the gap, and we're trying to pick out and lead a culture with the best of all of the things. Mm-hmm. and. To be honest, I don't spend a ton of time with kids. I realize that. Like, I'm not with kids a lot. So every time I'm with a kid, I'm like, hello like, there. What do you like? I'm like, do you have any career plans? You have a, re- <laughs> you have a resume I can walk uh-huh. you through? And they're like, I'm 12. I'm like, so, so no. So, like, at least one internship. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you've had to have gone through an interview. They're like, uh-huh. I'm, I don't even drive yet. Um, like, while you're behind. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's work on that. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I wish I spent some more time with kids sometimes because I'd love to see what they're going through and like what my, what age should we give our kids phones? Whew. That's a great question. I mean, I don't know. That's I feel like that's not even a question we can answer because no. Well, I have kids is really the question. <laughs> <laughs> but will I, I think at this point, like. I feel like kids need phones for safety at this point more than just accessibility. But I think it's what kind of phone do you give them early? I think kids should like need to use flip phones. Give them a droid, huh? Give them a droid. Is like a social center, like a social like you can't do that. I will not curse my child with a droid. They will get an iPhone. (laughs) Uh, But you're right. Like it's such a what what do they have access to? Yes. Because it's like, they can have an iPhone, but do they have access to Instagram, Facebook? Oh, you Facebook? bet your ass that thing is child protected. Yeah. Like, I, can they call their parents? Great. That's all they need to do. Absolutely. They can text, I guess, but... One text even, a day. Yeah. Home. <laughs> yeah, home. What about um, 
do you think at some point we'll have like chips like for sure and like when our kids are born it'll be yes. like out out and chipped i'm sure and then we I can can't... just find our friends but it'll be find our kids i i don't <laughs> even want to think about that but i'm sure it'll happen um and i think there'll be a lot of benefits and a lot of negatives but there will be a lot of kids who do dangerous things to rip them out too so let's, oh yeah let's not encourage that one that's actually a great point yeah that wouldn't be good. No. Um, the other thing I was going to say is I helped a company um, sign up for space in Orange County that was developing an AI platform mm-hmm. that would basically like project, like if you're in a coffee shop or something, it would project like, we need to cut this part out because I'm not remembering exactly how to explain it, Thank but I don't know if it was like a physical physical projection, but like if you were in a coffee shop, you could look around and like see who else was on the on the app, and like it was basically like a robot or something that would project something on top of their head, so you could see like who they were. Hmm. Like you would hold it almost like a Pokemon Go. You'd hold up your yeah. phone and you would see. Yeah. Oh. Which I think would is it be like interspace? Like it'd be like this person, like I don't know, lives in Playa Vista, so it's yeah. like this person's close to me. Yeah, or this person, like depending on your interest, it would have a different. Yeah, so like you that's would have like too too uh, much. At, uh, we're just not ready for that tech, you know. I don't think our minds are that ready. No, I think eventually maybe our minds will evolve to be okay with that. But I think if you gave that to our human minds in this day and age, we would go bananas and we would use it with we'd use it for bad we're like not good with (laughs) new technology for some reason we're so selfish and we're greedy in the fact of like we always end up using it for bad because our intentions are just greed yeah we just haven't found a good that's very that's very true yeah i think technologies like i said before it's so wonderful because we can meet people that we never would have met yeah and we can stay up to date with people who are no longer in our like why aren't we talking about technology in this way like i feel like this needs to be talked about consistently that like technology is great yeah but we need to like like more widespread of like how to use technology for good i would say apple is making some progress with like i think they're just being pressured to do this honestly Mm -hmm. but like screen time like you know and again if you create this technology who's to say that you have the ethical responsibility to explain to humans how to use it Mm -hmm. properly like we're all trying to figure that out um and i think some influencers it's hard because their money and their their livelihood is tied to these things but they're also trying to say like hey maybe don't go on social media as much but like maybe do because i'm sponsored for this it's always like a more mindset it's like influencers could have millions of dollars but it's always like how can i get more yeah it's like why why is there always the mindset of like no matter how much money i get no matter what paycheck i get i need more than that it's like why can't we just be okay with what we have for a bit well that's a whole nother question it's like looking around gratitude is something we haven't really talked about quite yet Mm. but like have you ever noticed that, you know, you can have, you can, it's all about your perspective and like you, ha- you have a shitty day and 
it's these little things that pile up and Mm -hmm. you're just in this rabbit hole. Like, well, this happened. And then I got a ticket for parking in a red zone, which I got today. And I was really pissed about. Um, But then do you realize how quickly you can switch your mind to go, let me think of three things that I'm grateful for. Boom. And that's science. That's science. That's like, like if you want to talk about like happiness, science, science of it's waking up in the morning and just being like, literally the fact that I have a bed that I woke up in, I can eat breakfast. Yeah. Then you are more well off than probably 80, probably more percent of the world. And so like hugely, I, it's so crazy what that can do to a mindset. And I think honestly, this is goes back to the social media. I've started following more, um, like spiritual hashtags. Oh, oh, John, you bet, you bet. I've been seeing those. I've been seeing you. you. I'm like, Oh, he's got another fire quote. (laughs) But what I've noticed is like before I've like started following all these, all I had was like the people I followed and the celebrities I like. Yeah. And now that my feed is more so like 70, 80% just like inspiring quotes. I find that my time on social media is so much more more uplifting. Yeah. And I find that I'm more positive because what I'm seeing, I'm not just seeing people's like, selfies and what they're doing i'm seeing quotes and i'm seeing things that are helping me like question my own experience and so it's like social media can be used for so much good as long as we are using it in a way that is beneficial for yes and that's different for everyone too like not everyone's gonna like the spiritual stuff that i like some people love barstool sports exactly like it's humor i i don't think i can give up social media because i freaking love memes totally like i I love memes yes i like who we don't talk about who creates memes uh, whoever those are are the heroes of this shouts out <laughs> to the meme lords they never show their faces and that's the best part a shout out to the harry style photos i was going to oh say God. do you bookmark things on your can you show me your bookmarks i would love to show you my I'm bookmarks i know i like well show me them but i also want to just see because i have a feeling we have very similar like i live look at all the quotes like i have i have i have different collections i have a, like an inspirational that's quote a thing. one i have a, yes i have On a humor marks? one. <laughs> oh, i didn't see that little plus oh Alyssa, yes Ooh. so every time i have a good quote one i have it it's i have like a whole section for that i have a <gasps> one that's like <laughs> oh lord i have harry a humor styles. one yes <laughs> i have one just for harry styles and then i have one that's like i, I have quite a few I didn't know you could do that. I basically have quotes and then like really good recipes. And I'm like, I don't want to freaking forget about that. John Mayer, of course. Uh And then like girls who like she, Steph Claire Smith, shout out to my favorite Australian girl model. She is a very uplifting. She has a huge platform, but she really focuses on uplifting girls. And so I look at her, I'm like, I want to be her. And that's what I have. I can't tell you how much my mental health has shifted following, from from following just different Inspir- like things that I actually enjoy and that like give me life, you know, yeah, in like the best way. And you, like at the end of the day, you've got like your little happiness jar, like yeah. And and whether it's online or offline, like anything can contribute to that. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you have to go through and reevaluate what you're exposing yourself to. Mm-hmm. And if that is a bunch of FabFitFun boxes maybe consider a mute or an unfollow. And then, like you said, someone was on a podcast I was listening to. is like, I follow a ton of dog accounts, mm-hmm. like just dogs. Yeah. What is better than seeing like fluffy dogs running around or accounts that, that just make you smile and yeah. make you laugh. And it's like, 
that's what's going to help and that's what's going to make your life joyful. Yeah, and like following people that do that you look up to versus mm-hmm. that you envy. So look up to and envy are very different. Like What a great distinction. I'm sure a lot of girls envy Kylie Kardashian. Mm-hmm. Is that Jenner? Oh lord. Wow, you're going to cause am... a scene. <laughs> Whoops. Um that like some people envy her. I don't know how many people look up to her. Maybe because she's a businesswoman. Um, yeah. But I think that there's people that you, I truly look to and I'm like, I admire them. That's like, such a great point. Yeah. And that's why quotes are so... Because it's... When you read a quote from someone like Rainbow Salt... Do you yes, call, of I, course oh, I do. She's... I would love to write as eloquently as her at uh-huh. some point. But it makes you feel connected because you feel she writes something and you're like, that is exactly how I feel. You feel validated. Yeah. And we don't feel validated by looking at Kylie Jenner. Like, no, I don't get anything from my life looking at. And I guess I like I'm trying to think of a male. version, yeah. But like even like Harry Styles, like I don't get validation by looking at Harry. You I guess wonder... if he like talks about his like uniqueness, then I'm like. I feel the same way. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but like, I feel validated when I hear someone talk about their experience in a way, like they're like, um, you know, my anxiety, totally. you know, something, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yes, like I yes. feel the same way. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of why, like, I've been like, I post those things sometimes because I know like it validates me and I know that other people feel seen. They connect And that's you. really what it is. Like you want to feel seen and that's yeah. why we're scrolling oh, yeah. for hours and hours because we want to feel seen and validated and it's like take a look at what you're trying to feel validated by because you're not going to find it in celebrities yeah you're going to find it in your interests and your yeah and and your dreams and your purpose and exactly and if everyone was shared a little bit more of that and and the ups and downs i think is Mm -hmm. what you're saying is like i'm no one's ever going to post a photo of like you in in crawl like in a fetal position crying in bed like that's but if you share like that you felt that way and even if it ends up being like, but I'm better now, mm-hmm. like you give other people hope and, and they're heard in your through your story. Yeah. And, and even if it's like I feel this way like three times a month. Yeah. It's like it's that's great. Like yeah. people are a lot of people will relate to that. Yeah. And feel seen by that. And because a lot of people don't share those dark things about themselves. And yeah. so to hear that someone else does that it almost can pick people up out of that bed being like mm-hmm. i thought i was the only one that did that and now that i know i'm not the only one the weight isn't so heavy yeah and i can be like oh yeah like these people feel the same way and they got up and kept doing things yeah. so i can too that's kind of like um people a few people celebrities that i think of are like paris hilton i for some, um i've heard her and like gaga are people that have been very vulnerable like paris really um, Paris, I've heard, has just been very vulnerable about, like, feeling very alone. Mm. No matter how, like, um, famous she is, she feels alone. And then Gaga. I mean, people Gaga's look up amazing. to her because... She's so transparent. Yeah, she's so transparent. She's so inclusive and daring, but all in an effort to make people feel mm-hmm. loved and welcome. Um, and she, those are the type of people that I look up to. I'm like... Same. Yeah, they they're rough around the edges. We all are. That's we what it is. Are. We think every, we think that there's perfection out there. There's literally no perfection. And the thing is is 
since we are all an individual go, full circle we are all individual and we're all perfect in our individualism like oh, we're so yeah. perfect even in our flaws it's like there is no perfect out there because we literally are all different yeah like there can be no perfect and it's unattainable be per- i feel like being perfect is boring like i love to sometimes look back at my life and be like what yeah what in the world was i doing like you can laugh about it or you can learn from it. And you can teach someone else like I went through that. Well, and the thing is, is like you need the lows to know the highs. And it's like if you don't experience any type of low, like your your level for happiness and joy is going to be much less than someone who's been through something very deep and dark and being able to overcome that. You can experience so much more joy because you know how dark it can get. I think and so that, you appreciate yeah. when you're like, wow, like. Life is good. And so you, you appreciate it. You have um, things to reflect on. And, I and think, that's the human experience too. Yeah. And like that's the whole point of like living is living yeah. in this human experience where we get to experience all these different emotions. Yeah. And just letting them pass like like I always say or I've heard it say like a, like a thundercloud. It it it's like thunderclouds come, they rain, they thunder but they move on and it's the same with emotions like you may feel sad you may feel anxious but like if you just like let it just be where it is now accept it feel it it. feel it yeah don't uh i've learned this don't avoid it if you feel lonely don't pretend like you don't feel lonely like just go yeah i feel lonely in this moment and i'm gonna feel it i'm gonna examine why and i'm gonna this too shall pass yeah and like, what can I do to not feel lonely in the future? And yeah. then, you know, if you feel lonely in the future, like maybe call your friend or. Yeah. Or distinguish again, like being lonely or being alone, because if you are finally get to a place where you're in bed by yourself, as I've been a few nights recently where I'm like, oh, yeah, no, I'm alone, mm-hmm. but I'm not lonely. Like I can think of three people I'm grateful for that make me feel very much not alone. Um is a beautiful thing it's such a beautiful thing i had one other thing to say um on that note but now i'm forgetting i think we should um talk about our millennial med i think that is a great way to end this yeah yeah, let's do it what time is it oh Oh my god (laughs) (laughs) no one's gonna listen to us for two hours (laughs) people will listen okay um pam said we'll listen (laughs) So with a Krabby family. So we'll at least get three people to listen to Oh it. my gosh. Well, I love that. We had so much to talk this, about. I hope people like resonate. I would love to hear what people think. Yeah. Oh yeah. If they can hear me because I'm getting used to this. Um, well, thank you for having me. Oh, this was literally my pleasure and we really are going to start a new podcast i mean it's this isn't something we're like let's do it like no we we both are like very into this and we want to do it and do you want to explain what it's going to be so people can yes get excited Um, so we're we're thinking around this idea and we're not going to like really pigeonhole it into a specific box but we want to talk and we want to interview and we want to hear all the things about what millennials what 20 somethings are going through um and that doesn't have to be just 20 somethings we can hear from people who are younger who are older who have been through it Mm -hmm. um but we want to call it drum roll please (laughs) i'm not good at it edit that (laughs) (laughs) that probably sounds terrible um we're gonna call it the millennial medley so similarly to like if you're making like a real Ooh, 
Jamaica Eminem with J and A. With AJ. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, similarly, like when you make something in the kitchen, and you just kind of like throw a bunch of things together, and it tastes really amazing at the end because it's got so much substance and so many things. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk about everything. Um, we want to interview people that have specific, like give relationship advice. Mm-hmm. We want to. We were talking about like just going through, like things of it in our childhood that we we talked about pop culture um just a medley of all of the things 20 oh, somethings go through the, i mean the list is literally literally endless. and it's it's for the reason that we were talking about before like millennials are in such an interesting place in society where we can see lots of different things and we have such a great perspective on all these things because we know what it's like to have snapchat we know what it's like to um I don't uh, choose know. avocado toast over homes. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I mean, yeah. it's, there's just so many things that we can tackle in such a fun way. And it's just going to be, yeah, and it's, it'll be fun. It'll be so much. It'll fun. be hilarious. We want to like do an episode where people call their old hinge dates yes. that goes to them and just be like, yo, like, like, what was that? <laughs> what the what hell? Were you thinking? Yeah. And then maybe they can find closure and, yeah. or maybe like we can f- make people fall in love again. Yeah. Probably not. Oh my God. I Probably not. It's going to be matchmakers. I don't, I don't know if I'm the best. Maybe I'm a good matchmaker. We will we'll talk we'll horoscopes. Th- we'll talk the validity of horoscopes. Yeah. We'll talk like navigating careers and just everything that goes into whatever the heck our 20 somethings are because as fun as they are they are also hard they're super hard super hard and we are here for it and i the themes also i think do correlate to older generations too because even though there are so many different technology and social medias the themes of what young adults go into are always going to be the same totally you know like finding relationships finding work trying to you know live on your own for the first time getting your own apartment like there's so many different things that everyone can relate to that i think will really just like be the bow on top you know oh, it's gonna be the nice, most fun it's gonna like be the, you get to you can just grab like some wine a beer a lacroix a lacroix and just like <laughs> sit down and just enjoy Sip. light a candle like, you know like this and is, soon enough we'll We'll be in your hometown doing road yes. shows. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let us know. Which We're town should we come? <laughs> FabFitFun. I know I talked a lot of shit, but hit up Millennial Medley and, and we'll, we'll plug like, you. Yeah. <laughs> At Same least with for the Flame and Hot Cheetos. <laughs> Same with Kava. I'm not kidding. Yeah, Kava, please. Okay, um, great. Thank you so oh much. Gosh, this was I so much you. fun. You're the best. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm holding his hand really yeah. tight now. Okay. We're, how do we sign it. off? We Au just, revoir. We just, okay. Au revoir. Au revoir. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>